1: Sincere, so sincere. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Tell Me This. I am your host, Carrie Burkowski. We are in season four of Belonging in Our Relationships. And if you haven't had a chance to check out some of the great episodes that have been airing since September, I would really encourage you to go back and check them out. We've talked to so many different amazing people, educators, parents, ministers healthcare, um, all sorts of people around the ideas of belonging, strategies of belonging, and just, um, I don't know, many cool ideas have have emerged. Brianne and I have a few more guests coming up before we conclude season four, including um, someone that's going to come on and talk to us about technology and belonging. So really looking forward to that. In the meantime, I thought I would offer another short I've been reflecting on and doing some of my own work around um, belonging and thinking about, you know, the ideas that have come up during some of the episodes. And as we've mentioned a couple of times in this season and also in the last short that I aired, we are hoping that season five will be a focus on belonging to self. We've shared quite often that we feel strongly, personally and professionally, Breanne and myself, as well as interviews and some of the data that we've collected and and interviews we've shared that really this, this idea of inside out continues to emerge. And so that aspect and those ideas have really been on my mind and in conversations that I've been having with other people. And so I thought it would be fun and fun and hard and interesting to do a short Um, about something that I've been thinking about over the past couple of weeks. And quite honestly, um, I think this episode will be a mix of honesty, um, a little fear and nervousness, a little bit of vulnerability, and hopefully a little bit of courage all wrapped into one. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this idea of relationship with self and belonging to self. So, you know, if if you're a regular listener of the pod, you know that Brianne and I spend most of our time um, when we're not maybe teaching a class on a specific topic. We spend the rest of our time researching, writing, reading, talking about, asking questions about belonging. Um, and really steeping ourselves in what people are saying and how people are understanding this idea. I wrote a book a year ago on discomfort, and so I've started doing some workshops and other activities and efforts around that idea. I've mentioned on the pod that I do a lot of coaching, um, which has been fantastic to really you know, support people and explore and go on journeys with individuals and groups around their own discomfort and questions around belonging and, and whatnot. And you know from listening to the pod that I am a curious soul <laughs> by nature. I often am willing to own my, uh, what is it, my beginner mind, my not having information and being okay with that, owning that space and being able to hold that space. And interestingly enough, lately, due to circumstances that I'll get into a little bit, um, I recognize that like everyone, and maybe just life in general, we all have growth edges. We have opportunities for expansion and consideration. And we have these, I don't know if they're blind spots, but we have these sort of vulnerable spaces or parts of our life that, I don't know, I I, I feel like, I don't have hard evidence on this, but I feel like everybody has a little something in their life that they just feel like they've been working on forever. And for me, that's definitely true. Now in coaching and a little bit on this pod, we've talked about this idea of an inner critic, right? So this notion that um, if if you've if you've ever said to yourself in in response to something that you saw or did or um, saw somebody else did, do or someone asked you to do, if you if you find yourself saying something like, "Well, I should have done this, or I should have acted this way, or I should have dressed this way, or should have behaved in this way," that's a voice, that's an inner critic, and you know when when I'm in a coaching situation, I often ask, you know, what wh- whose should is that? What's the measure for that should? And so when we talk about inner critic, we're talking about those kinds of voices. And again, in coaching, we call them saboteurs, inner critics, and there's all kinds of categories, um, sort of the, the standard bearers of inner critics or voices. And then there's some that are really unique to individuals. So... You know, I have a pleaser voice, some, you know, just wanting to sort of navigate the room and make sure everybody's satisfied. I have a self doubt voice, which sometimes is called the imposter syndrome, you know, not feeling like I am good enough or should be in this space or why would anybody want to talk to me? There's the sort of hyper vigilant voice, sort of like looking around to make sure everything is okay all of the time, on high alert. Um, and then I have the perfectionist voice, right? Which is, some people call it the controlling voice, perfectionism. It, it shows up in different ways. And I'm going to be really honest with you that, you know, I said that I, you know, I can call myself on my my stuff. I can hold space. I can be uncomfortable. And I can manage many of these voices. I have in many ways, mm, dare I say, befriended them and i know for certain that i've taken away some of their power. Now, do i do it immediately in the moment? Sometimes, but it's rare. So i i don't do it immediately. I'm still learning how to do it well. Um, but eventually with, you know, some strategies and tact tactical <laughs> maneuvers around noticing, naming, i call on my curiosity I push through with some courage to process, and I call on friends, right? When, when folks ask me how I'm doing, I'm much more willing to say, you know, I'm feeling this way. My imposter syndrome is showing up, or I'm feeling uncomfortable about this thing, or I know... With my kids, you know, I'm really mindful of when I ask them to clean up, I'm telling them that like that it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm not asking for it to be completely in order, but it just needs to look, you know, nice. You just need to get things off the floor so I can walk in your room, right? So I have figured out strategies to live with and manage these voices because I think I'm only an N of one, right? I'm a, a sample of one person and one life. I, am, I don't know that you can rid yourself of these voices. I'm wondering if that's part of the human condition. Um, I have created a relationship that makes it me able to manage and sort of rebalance the power and have, have a, maybe a healthier relationship with them, if that makes sense. Now, I have to admit, however, that there is a voice, a critic, a part of me, I know very well, and I cannot seem to manage it. I'm going to say she, I don't know if it's really a she, but she is strong, demanding, critical, and very persuasive. And I suspect, again, I do not have hard evidence, I suspect that we all have one of these or two of these or I hope you don't have more than two but some people probably have two three or four of these where they're aware of them they know them they hear them they can anticipate their arrival and maybe they can't manage them this voice has been very loud lately um, and quite, quite honestly, while I have reflected a lot on this voice and the arrival of this voice into my into my world, I'm really not sure why it's back, um, and I'm not quite sure that it matters. Um, I may eventually have an aha moment where I can connect some things, some events. But quite honestly, there isn't one thing. Um, And I'm not quite sure that the voice ever really goes fully away. I'm imagining some hibernation (laughs) where maybe there's some quiet snoring going on or something. Um, So maybe the, the voice never leaves. It's just quiet or louder. And so definitely, definitely louder right now. And the reason I thought I would be brave enough to, dare I say brave enough to record a a short about this is because this voice is making me feel like an imposter. (laughs) She's making me feel like a hypocrite and questioning sort of... I don't know, the work I do, right? I I started the short by saying I do research on belonging. I write about belonging. I talk to others about belonging. I coach. I wrote a book. I'm super curious. I own so much discomfort when it shows up and I'm willing to name it and, and ask about it when it shows up for other people or in groups that I find myself and yet i find myself incredibly uncomfortable frustrated and angry with this voice and all the things that i know to do and the things that i know are supportive i can't seem to i can't seem to muster so how can someone who lives breathes coaches talks writes about belonging struggle so mightily with this voice it can be so painful It's hard, it's often lonely, it's frustrating, and to be honest, it really ticks me off. I'm so angry at this voice. This voice, this view, a perspective, a persona, whatever word works for you, represents an inability to honor and love my body. The container that keeps me safe and strong. She carries me from place to place, Helps me see and connect with others, with the world, to hear music, and I love music, to have conversations on this podcast, conversations with my kids, with my neighbors, with my spouse, with my family, with my friends. I mean, anybody who knows me knows I love a good conversation. Anybody who also knows me knows I love good music and love to dance. She helps me hug my kids and love on my kids. And she lets me do all the things that I love to do, being outside, running, walking my dog, swinging on the swings with my kids, all the things. This voice is so demanding and moves the bar on me, that should, so that I'm chasing an unachievable should. This work is hard. And it's a long, a lifelong journey for me. What I realized today, and again, I, I I'm not necessarily sure why I'm having this realization, but what I am realizing today, is that all I can do is take one step at a time. I can work on a small, simple, and hard act, which will eventually become new routines, which evolve into habits which hopefully result in me being able to befriend and take back the power from this voice. A good friend told me recently that life is practice, it's process. It is a continuous, ongoing return to self. And as I reflect on that idea of practice, I have made many journeys back to self. I have been practicing my practice my whole life. I have connected in many ways with myself, through love, through relationship and connection with others, laughter, curiosity, deep and painful loss. And here I am today on a new journey, working to forge a path that needs a lot of maintenance. It needs a lot of attention, intention as well. It is a new trail Perhaps a new connection back to self that will require a clearing of brush, of trees, metaphorical of course, and continuous work to create well-worn and recognizable paths that I can return to often. Belonging in relationships and in relation to self is dynamic, evolving, sometimes fleeting and sometimes lasting, It takes on different forms, exists in some places, and is absent in others. Our work is a practice, a process, a journey back to self. So feel the feelings, release the energy, the tears, the laughter, the worry, the joy, the anger, the fun. Be in the moment. Be in each of these moments. Give yourself the time. And in one of these moments, in a sliver of that moment, you might just see what is possible. I had a moment like that today working with my new coach. It is possible to forge a new strong relationship with self. It is possible to honor, love, and care for my physical self. I have a long, long way to go, but don't we all? I'm actually grateful that I have a long, long way to go. Living is our practice, the practice of living our best lives. So I hope everyone out there has a fantastic day. I hope you are good to each other. Be kind to yourself and remember that life is a practice. And you can continue to forge new trails, return to old trails for maintenance, and see what is possible. Be well, everybody.
0: That's IXL.com forward slash B E.